good all the time. All the time, God is good. Thank you, praise team. Thank you, media ministry. Make it possible for us to do what we're doing on today. In John, the 15th chapter, beginning at verse number one, thank God for this day. I'm able to answer for myself. Those of you that I don't know the exact time, but the services of our own brother. Uh, Wayment Pryor, that's right. I, I get old and have senior moments every now and then. Wayman Pryor is going to be Friday, May the 7th. Don't know exactly what time, but we ask you to pray for that family, that God will give them strength. And on Tuesday, Bishop Oliver Haney, celebration, Cathedral of Faith, 11 o'clock a.m., that will be a pretty much of a private service. They're only asking for 80 people, but you can pray wherever you are. You can be praying for that family that God will give them strength. That other than the prayer list, some need God for one thing and some need him for another, but whatever the needs are, we know God is able. And before I go into scripture, I just want to do that this short prayer. I like to pray before I read the word. God, I thank you for this time of worship and praise, time to stand before your people, share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Word in my mouth, give me what to say. Give your people an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. All of God's people said, amen. John 15 and 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. I got that, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. And the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Oh, y'all know that. Except it abide to the vine. No more can ye, y'all hear this, except ye abide in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, 
and it shall be done unto you. Look at that fifth verse once more. Once more. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Thank God for the reading and hearing of it word. We want to talk this morning from the subject, stay with the Lord. Stay with the Lord. We had a wonderful fourth Saturday training on yesterday. One of the questions that came up, sometimes that be talked about conflict resolution. And sometimes that things come up in the church. And the question was that sometimes people can resolve the conflict, but they'd rather move on to another environment. I've been pastoring 33 years and I've seen people come and go. Some have passed on, some are relocated, some went to another church, and that's fine. That, that's part of life. I have people that used to be with other churches, but make sure if you leave the church, you stay with the Lord. We're living in a time now where, and I don't, I don't believe that should be competition in the church. I've never had a situation where I could let this preacher preach for me because he might take some of my members. That's the wrong attitude for a man of God, a woman of God to have. We're not in competition. We're dealing with grown folk and they make up their mind where they want to be. But if you decide to leave your church, if you decide to go somewhere else, make sure you stay with the Lord. Now I want you, one of the things that Jesus did, I love the way he used parables. He used parables that people could look at it in the corner and understand the message that he was given. Now I want you to, that's in your mind, whoever you're listening, whoever's watching, I want you to think about going through the woods and you see all of these trees. Some have, the branches have fallen from the tree. Some of them just fell so they still look like they might be a part of the tree. But some fell a long time ago and they withered and you can tell they are no longer with the tree. Well I believe the same way in the church. There are some people that have already fallen but since it ain't been that long they look like they still a part of us. Oh, yeah. I hope y'all get that. They, they still look like they might be being the tamarind. They, they still look like they might be testifying, but it's been such a short time, it still looks like they're part of the church. But over a period of time, you're going to find out that they are no longer in the church. Stay with the Lord. In the book of John, the sixth chapter, when Jesus began to teach doctrine, tell the disciples what was getting ready to happen and what he was going to go through, if you look at the 65th verse of the sixth chapter of John, and he said, Therefore say I unto you, 
that no man can come unto me except it was given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. They walked away from him. They didn't have a complete understanding of what he was saying. But look at the 67th and the 67th verse. Then said Jesus unto the twelve. Will ye also go away? Because of what I just said, are you going to walk away from me too? Simon Peter answered in the sixth eighth verse, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. In other words, Lord, if I leave you, where am I going? Those of you that are sick and you are despondent and you feel like you should have already been healed, if you leave God, who you going to expect to heal you? Those of you that got problems and feel like on top of problems and you want to walk away from the Lord, if you leave the Lord, where are you going? He is the only one that can offer you eternal life. I hear people, I don't hear it as much, I don't talk to many people like I used to. I'm at home all the time now, pretty much. But I'm so sick and tired of hearing people. I was in the church, but I found out so-and-so wasn't right. I was in the church, but the preacher really wasn't living what he was preaching. Like that's an excuse for you to go to hell. You might leave the church. You, there might be some people you cut off. You might sanctify yourself and don't deal with the same people. But I'm telling you, don't leave the Lord. Stay with the Lord. I believe now, sound doctrine, when I told you I met the young man a few months ago, and I asked him, why did he leave his organization? He said, I was there 40 years. I said, 40 years? And you left? He said, yeah. I said, why? He said, because the truth does not change. And y'all, that, 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 that resonated in my mind. What we have is the truth. We know that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It doesn't matter what other people say. We know the truth. We know that if we call on the name of Jesus, that we shall be saved. We know that is the truth. So if we have the truth, why are we looking and entertaining something else when we already have the truth? I believe that spiritual maturity is wonderful. And I know there are some pluses and minuses on everything that we do. It's a plus that we'll stay still able to reach the saints and reach people all over because of Facebook. That's a plus. But for some of these folk that just getting saved or just getting in the church, it could be a minus. Because I've seen some names. I've seen some people 
They are amen and everybody on Facebook. You ain't never seen them. You don't know them. They spirit messed up. Some of them ain't telling the truth. And you, you watch this, min this ministry for 30 minutes. And you watch this ministry for 30 minutes. Every day of the week, you're eating off too many people's table. If you know the truth, if you have the right spirit, whether you see that man in person or not, God will put a checkmate in your spirit. He'll let you know something is not right. You need to tune to something else. Y'all right. might not like that, but I know what I'm talking about. We got too many people eating off of everybody's table. And what I say, you say amen. Hallelujah, preacher, preacher. And what somebody else say, just the opposite of what I said, you better preach. Well, which one do you really mean? The one that's telling the truth or the one that's entertaining? So many preachers trying to entertain. I've never got into the point where, and I, I think I got a pretty decent voice, but I've never got into the point where I got to entertain you. And God knows, and I know some preachers, they can go, I don't know how many keys you got over there, but they can say, take me higher, and they go to another key. Take me higher. And, and that, that's the, I've never gotten into that. And some people that do it, they're not entertaining. That's just the way they deliver. But I want you to know the truth. When I sit down, I'm not concerned about hooping, running the floor, running the benches or whatever. I want you to have some substance. I want you to know what it's going to take to make it from earth to heaven. I want you to know if you're in error, I want to correct you. I want you to know if you're correct, I want to confirm that you're correct. 2 Timothy 3 and 16, for all scripture is given by inspiration of God and it is profitable. It's good for reproof for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be truly furnished. Y'all, we need the truth. We don't need all this foolishness that's going on. We need the truth of the word of God. Some people have gotten off into things and I know y'all call me old school you can call me old school. You can call me old man. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. And I don't believe I got to fix up the gospel to reach the young people. I don't believe I have to change my... I, I, sometimes you got to slow down and you, you got to deal with the audience. But there are some things we are trying to add to the gospel and we are losing our power. Oh my God, there's something we're adding to the gospel and we're losing our anointing. Mother William talked about powered up to victory. We're not getting powered up to, to change the gospel. We're not getting powered up to give you something that's not going to prick your heart. I want more anointing. I want anointing that when I preach, the yoke may be destroyed. I want more power that when I pray, men and women will be healed. Blinded eyes will be open. I'm not trying to compromise anything. I'm telling you, holiness is right. It was right in the beginning. It was right for my parents, and it's right for us right now. We got to abide in the word. We got to stay with the Lord. And everything we do to take away from the gospel 
it weakens the message. Now, uh, let me say that again. Everything that we add to, uh, unless you're adding something that's backed up by Scripture. Now, you, you might have a revelation that's backed up by Scripture. That's wonderful. I've had those. That's wonderful. But when you add something that the Scripture don't add up to, Scripture don't bear you up to, and when you take away from what God said, you are messing with the gospel. The good news concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, his birth, his life, his death, and his resurrection. And I promise you, if you stay with the Lord, you have the ability to fight against all the things that the devil is trying to bring your way. If you stay with the Lord, He'll give you the understanding and you'll know when to say no and you'll know when to say right. You'll have a discerning of spirit. But when you get out there and walk away from the Lord, that's when you pick up other spirit because you decided not to stay with the Lord. Stay with the Lord and he'll take you higher. Stay with the Lord and he'll increase the anointing. Stay with the Lord, he'll give you more power. Stay with the Lord, he'll give you more Wisdom. I talked, preached the other day, and this is what we have to do. We're going to have to get back to the gospel message. Gospel message is not the church of God in Christ. It's not the Baptist. It's the Holy Bible. You see that? It's a holy Bible. So you could be non-denominational, interdenominational, whatever you want to be. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Somebody said, what father would tell their children to do something that he knew they couldn't do? Why would your father tell you to be holy if he knew you didn't have the ability to be holy? That's why he sent his son. He became sin for us. That's my scripture, 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. It's a process. No, it don't happen overnight. But I dare you to stay with the Lord. I'm getting ready to close, but it's important because we understand there are people that because of their gifts and because of the way God was using them, they strayed away from the Lord. I won't call the name, but that was one I guess you call him a prophet, pastor, whatever he was. He was having services, and it got to the point that he told, he, I saw it, he, he told one section to stand up, and he blew on them. And everybody in that section is way back. And I said to myself, what kind of breath does he have? If it stayed that bad and everybody fell back. That, Y'all, that wasn't the anointing. They were playing. He was playing with God. One man called him and told him, he said, brother, so-and-so, you got to stop playing with the spirit. He, he told him. It was, all, it was all over the world. He told him, he said, you got to stop playing with the law. Y'all, now I know people are not, and they do different things, but if you had seen it, you would understand what I'm saying. Right. 
we got to be genuine in everything that we do. We can't play with the word of God. I can't play with God's people. You don't belong to me. I'm a steward, but you belong to God. I, I, can't, I can't do you any kind of way. I got to be a good steward what God had charged me with. God had charged me with Georgia Metro, Tabernacle, Holy Fellowship. I have to be a good steward over the saints of God. They, you don't belong to me. You belong to God. That's why I, I, tell, I tell, I pray all the time, Lord, feed me that I can feed your people. Feed that man and woman of God that they can feed your people. If God don't do it, it just won't get done. I got some missionaries and preachers here. They know if God don't speak, you ain't going to be alone. You know it. I'm asking God to speak, not because of my experience, but because God has called me to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. There's a scripture that I've quoted so many times. Acts 17 and 28, I'm getting ready to close. In him we live. In him we move. And in him we have our being. In other words, without God, we really can't do nothing. Send a man, send a woman. Without God, you can't even continue in sin. Because he's the one to give you your breath to breathe. Whether you acknowledge him or not, he is the creator of all life. I don't care Fallen Buddha or Muhammad, they didn't create nobody. God is the only creator of mankind. And all we got is we just serve the Lord. Serve the only true and living God. He's the only one that can save. He's the only one that can heal. He's the only one that can deliver. One theologian says, what makes Christianity so different than other religions is that every individual can have a personal relationship with their God. Now you think about that. I don't care how many billions of people, everybody can have a personal relationship with the Lord. And I don't know about you, but I would be offended if I fasted and prayed and lived all I know how, got into an emergency situation, and I say, Lord, have mercy. And they say, your call has been recorded. The Lord will get back to you within 24 hours. I would be offended. I would be offended if I had a situation and I called on God and they said the network is full. Please call back later. I would be offended if I called on the Lord and they said he's not in the United States right now, but he's overseas. He should be back sometime this evening. I would be offended, but I thank God that I can call him when I need him. I thank God he's a very present help in time of trouble. I thank God that I learned that he said I never leave you or forsake you. And you know, I don't care how bad you feel. I don't care if you feel like you're by yourself. Just remember the word of the Lord. He said I'll never leave you. He said I'll never forsake you. So I want to tell you whatever you do, whatever you're going through, you might leave your job. You might leave your spouse. You might 
might leave the church you're in. Oh, but make sure you stay with the Lord because he's the only one that can give you brand new mercy every day of your life. He's the only one that can save you from your sin. Tell somebody, stay with the Lord. Stay with the Lord because we're living in the last days. Stay with the Lord because he's soon to come back. Stay with the Lord because he's the only one that can take you from earth to heaven. So I try to encourage you. You might be down in the dumps. You might even be crying. But wipe your tears and stay with the Lord. Lift up your head and stay with the Lord. Tell somebody, I don't care what anybody else do. I'm going to stay with the Lord. Because he's my only hope. He's my only help. If God don't do it, it just won't get done. But since he's my only help and he's my only hope, I'm going to stay with the Lord. Somebody say yes. You can go where you want to go. You can do what you want to do. But after me and my house, we're going to stay with the Lord. Somebody say yes. It doesn't matter if the bishops fall. It doesn't matter if the missionaries go back. Doesn't matter if the chair lady won't get out of her chair. I'm going to stay with the Lord. Somebody say yes. I made up my mind. For God I live. And for God I die. Somebody say yes. I've been through too much to walk away now. But I just believe if I hold on a little while longer, the songwriter says, I believe I'll run on and see what the end going to be. Because something at the end is waiting, is waiting for me. You might be crying now, but one of these days, he's going to wipe the tears from your eyes. You might be suffering now, but I want you to know if you're suffering now, it qualifies you to make it to heaven. If you suffer with him, he'll allow you to make it to heaven if you live right. I'm closing now, but that was a song I grew up hearing my brother say, Oh, heaven, heaven is mine. Heaven is a holy place. Heaven is mine. You got to live right. Heaven is mine. You got to walk upright, heaven and mine. And I'm singing that in my heart. I told Superintendent Mosley, the men of Georgia Metro, we're going to get together and we're going to get a booth at the Braves game. We got to pay in advance and we're going to get a booth. Watch the game and eat all the food. I can reserve a seat the brave game. I told my grandson, we're going to the Hope game. We're going to buy a ticket and reserve our seats. Oh, yeah. But now another place. I can't reserve a seat. 
give him praise. Come on, give him praise. Come on, give him praise. I know some of you all are watching the devil and doing everything he can to turn you around. But I'm telling you, my wife says, your words have power. Watch your mouth. I was watching the Inspirational Network yesterday. This bishop from Africa was preaching, don't know his name, but he gave a testimony. So he was at a meeting and he was preaching on faith about your word have power. So when he got ready to leave, some lady broke through the security and got to him and started pulling on his robe. He said he started pulling back. He didn't know what was going on. He found out she wasn't going to stop. So he had to stop. Because if he had his robe, his robe would have been torn off. He said, what can I do for you? She said, all I want you to do is say that my husband wow. is going to live and not die. He said, you ain't got to pray. Wow. <laughs> she said, all I want you to do is just tell me that my husband is going to live and not die. Is that at all? She said, yes. Woman, your husband is going to live and not die. My God. So then he came to the church several months later or whatever, and he saw this lady dancing. He said, my, who in the world is that? He said, she dancing like she's from Africa. He said, you know, in Africa, we know how to dance. So he said, I started dancing with her. And she came to her, she said, do you know who I am? He said, no, I sure don't. She said, you remember that day Somebody came up to you and pulled on your robe. He said, yeah, I sure do remember that. He said, that was me. And I told you to speak a word, and you did. And I went back and told my husband that the preacher said, you're going to live and not die. So my husband went to the doctor, came back home, didn't say nothing. Two weeks later, went to the doctor, came back home, I won't say nothing. I think there was about six weeks. Her husband came home. He said, honey, I hadn't said nothing to you. He said, but when I left the doctor today, they told me they don't know who I talked to or nothing. They said, all they know is there is no cancer in my body. That's why she was jumping around the shirt. Sister Payne said something, your words have power. You got to watch your mouth. You got to say the thing. Whatsoever things are true, pure, of good report, if that be any virtue, if that be any praise, think on these things. Those of you that are going through, your word have power. Speak healing to your body. Speak in advance that your children are saved. Your words have power. Speak that God is going to turn your situation around. Your words have power. I watch TV a lot, but this man, his spirituality really impressed me. 
He wasn't trying to do nothing fancy. But all he did was say, your husband is going to live. That's all she wanted. Y'all remember the woman with the issue of blood? She broke to the crowd and she had said within herself, if I can just touch the hem of the garment, guess what? She was made whole. Only believe all things are possible if you only believe. Stay with the Lord. I don't care what it looks like. Don't care what you're going through, what you're dealing with. Stay with the Lord. We're praying.